<laughs> Don't say hot. Hey, how you guys doing? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling, our recap podcast about professional wrestling from the year of 1989 when we pretty much had stopped watching wrestling. As we go through pay-per-view, pay-per-view, pay-per-view from the WWF and the NWA slash WCW, we are stopped tonight on the, what in the world did they call this? The Frickin' Wrestle War. Wrestle War. Music City Showdown. Yeah, the Music City Showdown. We'll get into it tonight. On the line, having my two favorite grapplers on the line. Coming from the top (laughs) rope, it's just Brother Beavis. What's happening to me? Oh, I don't know if I can high fly like I once might have. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, man. Coming off the top rope. But, hey, you know, in a couple of years here in WCW, that's going to be illegal. Uh, You can't do that. (laughs) For real? (laughs) Yeah, oh no, yeah, right after uh what's his name uh takes over. They used to run um Oh golly. The guy that uh uh Jim Ross's boy. Bill no. Watts? Bill Watts, yeah. When he comes and takes over WCW here in a little bit after this little run, they're gonna make all these ridiculous rules and coming off the top rope. Yes, how do you how do you know this? I I listened to it on Cornette's podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, also on the line tonight, the master of the figure four, the double eight, the VH, uh, the sweet sixteen. It, it's it's big hush. What's going and, on? Yeah, and the and the mash. Yeah, yes, that's uh, right. Man. That's yeah. correct. Hello. So so as I set the show for y'all, we are going to talk about this and we're gonna go through uh the matches there. Not actually a lot of matches and the formatting for this would make fucking Tony Khan smile and be proud because this is awful formatting for this freaking uh show. But secondly, uh we have to talk about Vince McMahon and we'll get to that momentarily. But before we do that, Wrestle War 1989. Do you So, rem- uh, not to mess with your format, but, but the perfect time to talk about Vince McMahon would be during match 4. Which is what? Oh, with Johnny Ace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess we could do it then. It's up to y'all, but yeah, we, we really need to get it out there. Uh, because obviously this is a huge story with Vince McMahon no longer being allegedly in charge. Uh, if you're on YouTube, air quotations of the WWE at this particular time. But before that, do you guys remember anything about this? I will go first for once. I remember this angle where Flair wins and gets attacked by Terry Funk. But other than that, I don't remember anything that happened on this card. Brother Beavis. Yeah, same. And I don't know how, like, because one of the Flair Steamboat matches was um, uh, was on a Clash of the Champions, which we would have seen. To my knowledge, pay-per-view was not an option for us at this no. point in our lives. So no, no. I definitely saw the, the uh, Flair uh, and the angle. And I don't know if that was just on a regular show or what. So... Okay. But yeah, I don't, none of this, there's nothing else on here that's significant. This is the release date on this is May 7th, 1989. Hutch, you are in the army now. Uh, You said no TV for years there. Do you remember anything about this, seeing it later on? For some reason, I do remember him going, him and Terry Funk going at it. Yeah. But they had to put, they had to put this on regular TV, at least Mm -hmm. the angle part of it. Right. Yeah. um, Because. You know, this turns Flair, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to it. This turns Flair babyface. And I think oh, really Lord. was really one of the first times ever, you know, except for, you know, when he was defending, you know, um, David Crockett, you know, after Nikita attacked him or whatever. And that's in like 
four, like a, one of the first or second star cage. But other than that, he's constantly been a heel. And good at it. Those moments where he actually gets to turn babyface and, uh, you know, people get to cheer for him. Hutch, you're not a fan of Flair as a babyface? Nope. Brother well, I, 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 I'm a fan. Well, you can see, like, even in, like, we're, we're, completely jumping ahead but you can see even in this match while he's still technically a heel like the the babyface appeal and and there's almost this weird way he works babyface while a heel yeah where like you know there's a segment of the crowd the smart fans or whatever that are going to root for him but there's <clears throat> they really play up the like his last chance like you know, they, there's the psychology of like he tapped out and, and mm. the, you know, they're working the body parts and stuff like that. There, there's actually, I think, stretches of this where he stretches of the match we're going to watch where he works as a face, even though he is a heel. Right. So I think that he was never like the tweener in an annoying way, but he was definitely the heel, the straight up heel you could root for. Right. So I think in that regard, like Flair descends, uh, ascends a lot of this. And even uh, to my recollection, even when he's a face, he still wrestles as the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah. It's yes. just all his heel tactics get over. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Much like Hogan, uh, who wrestles as a baby, you know, as a baby face, but oh, and oh, yeah. Hogan. Yes. Right. Yeah, and, and to infinity. Why you, well, you got to bring that up? Like, why yeah, you gonna gonna come up? we have a, we have a oh, holiday here. It's going to come up, actually, in uh, one of these matches on here. Uh, Hutch, so again, yeah, no babyface flair. Nah, fuck him. Fuck him. All right. So let's get to it, y'all. 5,200 in attendance in Nashville, Tennessee, May 7th, 1989. We are about probably a month out of high school graduation here, Brother Beavis. I don't remember much of what was going on then. But I don't think there was much, hey, I'm going to watch some wrestling or whatever. It just doesn't seem like that was in the, the cards for me. Well, according to someone on this podcast, I'm busy plagiarizing other people's speeches for our graduation ceremony. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> that, was that was fucked up. Yeah, it <laughs> was fucked up when that happened. <laughs> Make those I, don't, I don't recall that. Those claims about people's shit. Yeah. I don't recall that as well either. So yeah, that's it. All right. So uh, I don't recall that. All right. So anyway, see we go. So we're gonna skip the <laughs> man news and get straight to the card. Match number one. It's the Great Muda uh, versus. Uh, we get to play R.I.P. By the way, a lot. Uh, uh, versus um, Doug Gilbert uh, with Eddie Gilbert. R.I.P. Nineteen ninety-five. And uh, Muda comes in the ring with Gary Hart. R.I.P. Two thousand and eight. Um, but to I be had, fair. Eddie doesn't come out till, or Doug doesn't come out till later. I'm sorry, Eddie doesn't come out till later. Yes, yes, but he does show up. But later, did. later in this three minute match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had forgotten. Muda was freaking awesome. Completely had forgotten how good he was. And it made me go back to think, like, fuck, man, the great Kabuki was pretty awesome too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also was, you know, Kabuki, I think, feuded with, uh, Tommy Rich, which that didn't go over well with me. And then, Kab- and then Muda winds up feuding with Sting later on, which also didn't go over well with me. Uh, what do you remember about Sting and or Kabuki, brother? Uh, I am, uh, of anything else I've ever enjoyed in wrestling, I am a Mark-ass Mark 
trick ass mark. The mist. Yeah. For the mist. <laughs> Damn, how did you know that? Uh, so, same brain. So uh, my my three favorite wrestlers are Muda, Kabuki, and Tajiri. Um, <laughs> you skipped Malachi Black, but that's okay. I know. Well, apparently, uh, he can't, he can't whatever, do the miss. Whatever anyway. Joni Hart or whatever her name is is a yeah. better misfitter than. Anyway, um, so whenever you, if if you listen to any uh, old school podcast, and we talk about how moves get burned out, and everybody's done a thousand moves or whatever. Muda stands out so much because he's doing everything now that we see nonstop in a lot right. of the modern metrics. Unbelievable. I was yes. like, as soon as this came on, I was like, holy shit. I forgot. Yeah. I completely forgot how awesome Muda was. Mr. No. And poor Doug Gilbert. Yeah. Like this is like <laughs> the doughy special brother of yeah. Eddie Gilbert. Who's, Really, Five, probably two. only over because his dad was a promoter and his mm. and his fiance valet, whatever they were, was smoking hot. Yeah, and and Eddie Gilbert's great. Like he's he's good at what he does, but he does feel like as much as people give Luger like a hard time for getting his spot, like it does feel like there's some nepotism because he's no, yeah. he's not like I was like, oh yeah, Eddie Gilbert's like Rick. Mm. No, he's not actually like Ricky Morton. Whatever. No, he's Doug Gilbert is. But Doug Gilbert was in this match because JYD couldn't make it. Yes. We have no reason why. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. So, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doug Gilbert is Tony Zane. Uh, with, <laughs> yeah. Uh, with, with Eddie Gilbert's last name, man. I mean, that's basically where we are. Hutch, Muda, Kabuki. Or... I, re- I remember them. Um, yes. I, yeah. I did enjoy their, their antics. Did one of them have the the katan or, or the the who was that? Who had the who had the that cane that would whack people? Nah, I don't know about no canes. Yeah. What the? What the I, well, that man, Mister Fuji. That was a WWW. <laughs> somebody, I thought somebody had a cane or, or what, what's that called? A baton or what's that shit? Whatever. One of the things I really liked in this was the way Muda would like, he would like, after he'd blow the mist, he'd suck on his fingers. Yeah. And then he would apply yeah. the nerve pinch with the yeah. fingers. Which yeah. Or rake the eyes with yeah. it. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. yeah it was so good. good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we don't, we haven't had a chance to hear him speak in any of these rewatches, but Gary Hart was a, uh, I mean, a literal freaking mustache twisting heel manager, man. He was so good. At, you know, kind of turning up the heat, you know, in their feuds or whatever. So, yeah, I, uh, I mean, again, uh, this is a pay-per-view. People paid some money for this shit. They certainly didn't pay money. Of course, they wanted to see JYD, but they didn't pay money to see no fucking Doug Gilbert. Like, that's just, that's awful. And again, as I said, the formatting for this is absolutely terrible. It's terrible, and I can't understand it. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Doug Gilbert is alive, at least. You know, he did make it that far. All right. Go Doug. Up. Yeah, go Doug. Do it, Doug. Yes, match number two. Uh, Butch Reed, RIP 2021 versus Ranger Ross. Oh, from Ackworth, Georgia, by the way. So oh, as I was boy. doing, I, I know that was even scary when they announced it. But when I was doing my little Wikipedia search of him, his name is Robert Lee Ross Hutch. I wonder, I wonder what he's named after. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. fucking awful. Uh, so, Uncle Tom. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, Hutch, I mean, you was in the Army now and the Ranger, man. Like, uh, you know, did you know Ranger Ross? I mean, y'all both black. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, served together. No, no we, uh, <laughs> we, we never crossed combat. From the oh, okay, I was just checking, you know. Is that supposed to know? So, do you know Ranger Ross? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is a squash match, essentially. Ranger Ross gets a little bit of offense, but Rich Reed is Butch Reed. Again, he's going to get a better gimmick here coming up with Doom not too much long from now where he teams up with Ron Simmons. But um, this is awful. Like, I'm again, this is a jobber Saturday night, Saturday night 605 match, Brother Davis. What the fuck? Like a pay-per-view match? Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, was there an angle? Uh, was, <laughs> yeah. was, and, you know, yeah. people were into Ranger Ross, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Whole what, was, black. what was the finish? Do you remember what? Uh, he, does Butch yes. Reed have a finish? He, oh yeah, I do. Now I saw it. Now I can't remember what it was, but yes, obviously he wins. But it wasn't anything like you know impressive or anything like that. It was just you know a regular move. Obviously he didn't need to cheat to beat Ranger Ross. You know, and again Butch Reed, for whatever if it's his own thing, and you know Cornette said he had bad knees back in the mid South days, so now we're. Five plus years past that, knees don't get better. So, you know, maybe he was just, you know, limited there because this dude was used to wrestling, you know, main events against JYD then or, you know, even Flair. Like he was a main event person and now he's on match two. And as I like to call it, a black on black crime match because this <laughs> is fucking a- awful. It is uh, though. Uh, yeah, but it, I, you I, can't, I'm there was no, there's I'm no laugh- freaking white wrestler that he, Butch Reed couldn't beat up. Come on, man. Could beat up Doug Gilbert. Uh, yeah. yeah, but he was already—he was pre-beat. A great mood of Ranger Ross and Butch Reed, Doug Gilbert would have been a better. Yeah, I think Well, no, just the Yeah, what the fuck? That—that that, to me, that was just terrible. I—I—I was—I was kind of mad, but whatever. Yeah, Butch Reed that—that's an insult to Butch Reed. To be fair, um, all right, match three. If you're watching on YouTube and you, if you listen to the last podcast, this is my look. What the fuck? Dirty Dick Murdoch. By the way, who has the greatest freaking nickname of all time and maybe professional wrestling, by the way, Dirty Dick, uh, versus Bob Orton Jr. RIP Dick Murdoch, 1996. Uh, and surprisingly, Bob Orton Jr. alive. Was kind of surprised by that. Didn't really expect it in a bull rope match. Uh, Awful. I, I got nothing. This is awful. It went six minutes, which was probably five minutes too long, and it was still well, awful. Is the signing of uh, WrestleMania one participant, Bob Orton <laughs> Jr., is this the start of the bidding war, the WCW, WWF? Well, yeah, there's some definitely some. JYD. Yeah. Yeah, he's Ricky there. Dragon Steamboat, he's Bob there. Orton Jr. Bob Orton. This is uh, the discount. Iron Sheik. Discount, Iron yeah. This is the start of the discount bidding war, I think. Yeah, and you can also start to see too where the finish of the match is, especially when we get to match four. Like, it was like, <laughs> fuck? Why, wait, what? Why? Who? What? Why did they they're win? Like, who? They're like, oh, you're going to sign Ronnie Garvin and the Brain Busters <laughs> and yeah. The powers of pain. Oh yeah, yeah. we got Bob Orton Jr. Yeah, oh, we got a feuding with Dirty Dick Murdoch. Okay, first off, again, great Nick, but 
Dick Murdoch should never be a babyface. Uh, ever, ever, ever. I mean, I mean, I, and again, I know people rag on modern wrestling. The dudes are all like five foot seven and 182 pounds. Like, I get it. And it's like, yeah, I understand. But seeing Dick Murdoch out there wrestling, his belly is fucking huge. She's 12 months pregnant. And I remember it's that true. Remark. I'm sorry, but it's like, you know, and Bob Orton's got to be what 50 at this point. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, it just, well, I guess he's probably not 50 since he'd be like 80 something now. <laughs> so, but he was hey. probably 30 something. So, Fastest prime, for but sure. Dick Murdoch is the Dusty Rhodes fill in. Yeah. Like, uh, Dusty's yeah. in Florida right now. He hasn't made the jump. He's their yeah. new Dusty. He hasn't polka dotted yet. Okay. No. He still sucks. Dick Murdoch's terrible, dude. Like, I know we got him when he was fat and out of shape. But he was still pretty terrible. And then to make it a Texas bull rope match. His brain buster is pretty tight, though. Yeah, that's fine. I'll give you that. He wouldn't even go to, like, the pants with that big-ass gut. Like, he was still wearing the fucking Speedo panties with his belly hanging over it, man. I was like, I'll wear it. They still kind of fit. They still kind of fit. He's like, hey, man, fuck it. And and wasn't one of his things always showing his ass or somebody would always pull his pants down, too, wouldn't he? Uh... It might be Dick Murdoch. That might that sounds familiar. That's one of my notes for the flare match, by the way. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, another whatever. <laughs> that's one of my notes for flare. And Flair's that's sad match. after remember that thirty three years later. But that's yeah, fine thanks. too. Yeah. So uh. Big Hutch, what do you think? Uh, uh, six man with the Rock and Roll Express and Dick Murdoch versus <laughs> Midnight Express and Bob Orton Jr. Uh, think that would change the story we're hearing right now. That <laughs> might change the story. Get the fuck out of here! Uh, no. 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 no, it would not. That would. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, no. We're good. Uh, wow. That's why you got to bring that up. Cause it's true. <laughs> <laughs> right. Match number four. Speaking of freaking great value rock and roll what, what, express. What, 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the public's version. Yeah, <laughs> that man, don't public. insult Publix. Don't uh, insult yeah, Publix, this man. Is, this uh, is right. black this and white is, labels. This is all Albies or. Bring your, bring your own bag. This is awful. Fuck, bring your man. own bag. Yes, it's the dynamic dudes, Johnny Ace and Shane Douglas, fuck, versus uh the Samoan SWAT team with Paulie Dangerously. Um uh there's a chant area if you go back and look, um if they were chanting, um dudes suck dick. <laughs> um <laughs> so that's how over the dynamic dudes are. Uh, so yeah, dude suck dick. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So it's the Samoa Sot team and Paul Lee or whatever. This is his team after the original Midnight's had lost that loser leave town match, I guess. And, um, like I remember the Samoan SWAT team a little bit from watching, and I always thought they were really good. You know, they give them the Samoan gimmick where they, you know, don't wrestle with shoes, and they all got really hard heads and yeah, shit. Yeah, hard yeah, yeah, I don't like that part. But uh, you know, now I don't. And yeah. um, you know, but whatever. Like this, like I'm trying to figure out how in the world we're going spin to the end that the dynamic dudes won this shit because <laughs> this is awful. The uh, they they Samoans hit him with their freaking Samoan death drop or whatever it is called. They hit him with it like, well, that should be the pin, and then they don't, and then dudes wind up, you know, winning. And then they said, you know, uh, a different podcast that I listened to, you know, that uh, the dude that was in charge of WCW at the time, this he was really wanted to push the dudes, you know, with their skateboards and their blonde hair and their freaking Pride Month uh, tights. 
Like they really like trying to, you know, like he really wanted them to be something, but they suck. Jane Douglas is going to go on to be pretty good. Like I, I don't think we can all really deny that. Better as a heel, definitely not a baby face, definitely not of a white meat vanilla baby face. But Johnny Ace, who is now John Laurinaitis, and this is our segue into the Vince McMahon situation here. Hold uh, up, hold up. Hold yeah. up. Shane hold Douglas up. is good. Come on, I, I would like to challenge that. Like <laughs> so, so Shane Douglas will tell everyone he's good, but. He's he was his he made a name for himself by railing against Ric Flair for keeping him down during an era where this was what he was doing. I think he was a decent wrestler. I think he was a decent That's wrestler. That's not a question, but yeah. like I there's any number of decent wrestlers. Like he's not I ain't say he was freaking a top tier dude. I'm just saying he was pretty good. He could wrestle, he could talk. You know, again, he was much better served as a heel than he was as a babyface. You know, which is what they tried to push him. He get he got a shit gimmick when he went to WWF. Yes. What is he? The professor, the scholar. What the uh, fuck was he? The dean. Dean. The Douglas. dean. Yes, Dean Douglas. Yes, he got that <laughs> shit. <laughs> and Man, then he gets, and I'm, then he, when he I'm does glad come, to be doing push-ups now. Man, then he goes back, you know, and you know he doesn't get over back there, and then he. You know, he's the king of ECW there for, you know, the time when the ECW was hot. You know, yeah, he so. made, he got popular off of like, he, like, he, shoot interviews, you know, shoot interviews for him sucking for his yeah. entire career up to that yeah. point. I, I mean, I think he's a decent enough wrestler, but nope, I'm not saying that the dynamic dudes are any good. They suck completely. And I, that was their white meat baby face tag team. And the crazy part is, like, this is on the heels of, like, the original Midnight Express angle, which I think we were all still plugged into, and that was great. Yeah. And then they had the Lose or Leave Town that was confusing because Dennis was like, oh, I ain't, no, yeah, I ain't doing I'm, that. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and leave town now. Yeah. You can, I'm good. you can make Jack Victory leave town. Wow. And then, <laughs> and Paulie's back with, with a completely different team, and the Midnight yeah, Express and Jim Cornette are nowhere to be found. Yeah, nowhere to be found. Yeah. It, it, it's weird. But again, that, I like. Is that Vince McMahon right there? Yes, it is Vince McMahon. <laughs> yes, oh if you're God. on YouTube, I just changed his uh, background picture. All right, so let's segue into that then. Okay, so news broke. I guess it would be over a week ago now oh, that yeah. uh, Vince McMahon, a CEO, blah 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 of WWE, um, announced that he was going to be stepping away from that position. It'd be the first time that you know he was not in charge of the WWE. That we know of. ever well since he bought it from his dad um in what 82 or something like that and um the reason for that is because he was diddling his peeny with an intern company. essentially yeah, yeah i mean hey, look man his he own was, company bro. he's an old man old powerful man and he wound up with a situation where he was with somebody that was younger than him and then underlings with him and he wound up having an affair with her the issue with that is that you know he gave her Kind of a married. decent. We gave well. That, I think him and Linda's marriage is la uh, la 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 la. Yeah, exactly. So her job opening was at a hundred thousand dollars. Her job, two hundred thousand dollars, and then she got a three million dollar payoff to not be there anymore. Right. And uh, you know, so that opened up, you know, the NDA and the company since it's a publicly traded company now. The investors or whatever are looking into that. Allegedly, there's other NDAs 
this story broke was I think because the girlfriend of the girl, the lady that was having the affair with him told somebody, and I think it got into the New York times or the post or something like that. And that's what kind of triggered this investigation, which has been going on since April, if I read correctly. So Vince is like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm out. Go ahead, brother. Beavis. He is the head of creative still in yeah. a company in which his daughter is the CEO. Right. So yeah. help me under, help me understand how, <laughs> how he is not in any charge. way stepped down or diminished himself. This is some Trump bullshit. Yeah. Right oh here. God. For sure. Absolutely. Well, can, 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 okay. Before we deal with that, can we get a timeout? Stephanie could get it. <laughs> <laughs> there were times where I was like, I don't know about that, but as she started to add muscle and then fake titties, she could definitely get it. I'm just saying, like we oh, we could just oh, make that clear. I don't know about that face right there. Oh, I, so I, I'm I'm that's, I, that's I the evil L face. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I'm just saying. But anyway, back in. Um, yeah, I. I, I agree with you, Brother Beavis, is that I think that she is just the figurehead. He's still in charge of creative, which means he can put on the terrible television that they put on every week. You know, but is this, you know, again, it's I'm sure this is going to come out that, you know, he's like, oh, I paid her with my own money. He's like, yeah, but you gave her that job with company money. So that's a problem. Um, and the added part of this is that, you know, once he was done with her, he passed her off to Johnny Ace with John Laurinaitis, who was in charge of, I think, talent relations. And <laughs> yeah, really. Um, <laughs> and um, he, um, I mean, it hasn't been said, but I know it, it, it implied that he also had an affair with her. Because I sent that text. A- to a- anybody other. seen a picture of this woman? Not yet. And, um, and as I implied to y'all or whatever, he's married to the Bella twins, his mom, he's not their dad. Um, but so I look, okay. Powerful men in a powerful company who make a bunch of money that have women working underneath them. This hell, this happens even in lateral things where people are working right, in offices right, or whatever. Right, so right. like it, 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 the money doesn't, doesn't money hurt. don't matter tonight. But it's also part of this whole situation here. And, you know, he put himself in a, you know, a, a, a no, I, don't think it was an har- I don't think it was an harassment situation. I just think he put himself in a sticky icky and it got, you know, it got out past the NDA and now he has to deal with it. You know, do the investors care enough to move him out? You know, and now you don't have. Do they you know, have enough power to take him out? Right. Yes. And again, listening to another podcast, allegedly he still owns the majority of shares in the company. Right. So. You know, he would have to be completely bought out in and of itself. So, uh, yeah, this is some Trump bullshit, brother Beavis. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this this is some. I don't understand how you're a billionaire and like you make these kind of mistakes. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't like if you wanted to, if he wanted to have an affair with this person. And oh, he did. why? It's, why give her a hundred thousand dollar a year a job. job? Just right. give her a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, fuck. Because right. yeah. because it makes it look more whatever on the, above board. If she has a quote unquote job, she just don't show up to to blow. But he's I mean, a billion. 
Go this ahead. is a this is a symptom like a, a completely different, but this is like a symptom of the the Jeff Hardy stuff that's also in the news. Is like why y'all have money? Mm-hmm. Money All cures the- your money kills ill cures your illness and right. solves your problems. Yeah. Why All does your money create problems and illness for you? More right. more money, more problems. Was a great song, yes. and yeah, it's big true. Toes. And, and uh, it's true. And yeah, it. Your, I mean, your your little head thinks you're your big head, and you get stupid. I, I I I can understand that. I really can. But he could also be like, you know what? There are some high priced hookers that live in the world of um, discreetness, and he could bang them all that he wants to, and be done with it, and pay whatever thousand dollars that it would take to do that for a night, two nights, ten nights. And be done with it, and not put three hundred sixty-five nights. But, that's but, right. But you know what? Hookers, hookers talk and keep diaries too. And Marilyn Monroe had a diary. Uh, he, very, his, very, uh, right. So these these people, yeah. they, they if you bang a famous person, and and they and they'll talk to while you're while you're sleeping with them. That's a that's a memoir later. This awesome effed up power dynamics, yes. bad decisions, correct, dirty money. That's, yes, that's the the it's man's fatal weakness: apples and pussy. <laughs> Maybe not in that order. Um, <laughs> it, and then so the the question becomes: okay, so if he does get run, that's probably a forty sixty chance for I would say. If he does get run, though, then Stephanie becomes the the McMahon in charge, even though that she shouldn't be because she's not qualified for it, you know, and then what they're already putting on terrible television and creative. I mean, it couldn't get any worse. WWF is only sustained by name value at this point. Correct. Because yeah. people are conditioned to associate wrestling with WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's, it, it has whatever fans it has. And then it has, Whoever still thinks it's fashionable to watch wrestling, then it's right. acceptable to watch WWE. Right. And it is, it's trash. But I, yeah. but I, by the same token, I don't know, like, do the people that are into that product, is it strictly because of the McMahons or like if it was the same bullshit cookie cutter nonsense next week? Yeah. Would anyone matter. even care? Yeah. Would anybody even know? Like, and like yeah. and and like what is their job is like it's not they're they're not in a war they're not trying to increase ratings or anything it's just like yeah don't not like put on occasionally like occasionally dip in something decent mm. to make people <laughs> watch long enough hoping for something better i mean that's i mean like let's look at it like we watched wrestling because like most of it was pretty bad mm-hmm. we would follow the angles and hope for like every maybe 3 4 weeks to see a halfway decent match against a, you know, a main guy versus a mid Carter. Right. I mean, that's just, you, you can string along wrestling fans, like Forever, as long as you give them something decent <laughs> and they swallow the rest of it, hoping that oh, God, if I, what this might be the week where there's something worth watching, but just <laughs> miserable for so long. Like, yeah, there's a element of, you know, uh, crackheadness to wrestling fans, you know, like, oh shit, you know, like I had that one good hit that time that Ricky Morton slapped Ricky, Ric Flair in the face. You know, you chasing that high forever. 
Like, mm-hmm. is something cool like that going to ever happen again? No, it's Maybe. not. Probably not. Probably not. But you just keep coming back. And I think that is the WWF fan at this point because, again, I don't watch it. I just hear Cornette shit on it. And he's never said something like, hey, you know what? I think I want to go back and watch that, you know, because I mean, it sounded the, so good. The fact that Cody set the world on fire. Yes, after, yeah. Knowing what, that he was like, okay, occasionally. Yeah. He, you know, we watched him and he was okay occasionally. And now he's setting the world on fire. That tells you how bad everything else is. Correct. Yeah. So I, uh, I missed something there. Uh, this, this current shit, I don't know nothing about. You ain't missing nothing. Um, and so, I mean, if he goes down, you know, I heard Cornette prophesize on his thing, like it'll literally be the end of wrestling. But I would say that wrestling is already over. Um, well, but I, I think the point there is if, so if the 2 million person base of WWE erodes because of the Vince McMahon scandal mm-hmm. to something like a, uh, or to yeah to or, or to to something like a eight hundred thousand fanatic base yeah of AEW mm-hmm. then I think that's the risk like right. they they what they're risking is getting rid of that last like mainstream if I go watch wrestling I'll just go watch WWE if they right. corrode that then I think that's where it struggles now because now you just have the hardcore fans right. Yeah, and that which is and, AEW. And, yeah, and we've seen that audience is not going to grow. No, <laughs> definitely is not going to grow at all. Uh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, I just saw last night that they did like under nine hundred thousand again. Uh, so and they got no pockets. stars either right now. Everybody's yeah, well, hurt. Yeah, they're everybody's hurt. Pockets came I mean, back. You know, I mean, that, Red Velvet's yeah. hurt. They're yeah. not pull a million dollars, million people without Red Velvet. Come on, that's awful. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. But yeah, what so the hell, uh, who the hell is Red Velvet? Exactly. <laughs> well, actually, you would probably like. Hey, Red her Velvet. Physically. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. She's Velvet. married yeah. though. Maybe it's some she, white dude. But probably. Uh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm I, I don't know. I just wait for. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I you know, would it like we've ever cheered for the WWF? Fuck WWF. They can go out of business for all that care. No, I, you I, don't want that. I do. I, not that I do, but it doesn't matter if it does. I'm gonna watch it anyway. I've been watching it in twenty plus years. You know, Red Velvet Wrestling. Yeah, I might get some different searches there. So as Hutch is looking that up, all right. So yeah, holy mackerel! Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't look up Jade Cargill in. <laughs> oh. I just I just saw her too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be all right. Uh, I hope she's not a. I mean, she's all wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's. And she's uh and she's bite sized for fun um as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, uh, not anyway. evil. Yeah, all right, let's get to match number five or Hutch <laughs> just scrolling through eight. I need to start watching AEW. <laughs> uh, somebody I still I still not the biggest fan of female wrestling or MMA or boxing. Uh well uh, I'm in agreement with MMA, I don't which I will I literally refuse to watch. Um, I, if lady wrestling, uh, it, when it's the good ones, it's good. When it's the bad ones, it's really, really bad. Um, so yeah, you, it, you could probably limit it in between both companies, probably to 10 to 12 ladies, probably. And, and what was that show you used to watch at midnight with all those damn women? Glow. Wrestling? Glow. Glow. Oh, 
And they brought There's, that shit back too, didn't they? Or didn't a show uh, about that? Yeah, there was, was a, a Netflix, Netflix show Netflix. about yes. it. Right. Yes. Yes. It was uh it Allison wasn't a Brie. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Naked. I didn't get it forbidden. Was, it, it, I didn't get forbidden a, to watch it in my house, but I definitely got some side ass, and I was just like, "Well, that was the funny book. thing is like I don't think the first episode was repeated, yeah. right? Like it, it, was, yeah. it, got, it was two something something. The first episode was designed to draw you in, and then yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean, that was good show fun. though. I watched the first season; it's a good show. Yeah, it's I not did, a documentary; too. it's a dramatization yeah. of that. It's it's yeah, I highly recommend it. It's worthwhile. Yes, agree. Yes, and if you yeah. find it. That's, the, that's probably yeah, because it's probably somewhere. like Netflix probably already lost its some other goddamn streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's oh, unreal. Man, like unreal. Amazon yeah. has Different a podcast, backdoor go ahead. free V fucking yeah. <laughs> what what the fuck? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Fire! Yeah, don't get me started. Yeah, you know, and shit just be like, oh, you know, I was gonna watch that. The fuck you mean it's gone? Now yeah. you gotta go with on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. And now now like. The, the all the search engines and the ninety five services that you have is like I might like I might I might point you over there or I might just be like nah bro don't look over there yeah so, exactly <laughs> oh, like why shit. why'd you tell me I had to buy it I already have Amazon yeah they, I already they, have, they'll no. give it to me free yeah that's no. on you bro that's on you <laughs> fuck you uh, all right God, match number true. five y'all oh, I'm sorry match number five fuck Miss McMahon by the way um. Lex Luger, the United States champion versus Michael P.S. Hayes. The face is back. Bad street energy. Bad street in a whole USA. He wanted to do it by himself. He wanted to show everybody. Yes. He didn't Um, need the rest of the Freebirds to win this match. I will say this. He's in better shape than I'd ever seen him in this match. Um, probably because he was wrestling against Luger, so he probably stopped eating cheeseburgers for a week or two. Um, two, they was weird because Luger, they both had the same tights on and long blonde hairs. I mean, the ones in pants and ones in shorts, but was, you know, it's kind of weird that that they were both kind of dressed alike. Um, but what the fuck? Why is Luger losing to freaking Michael Hayes, man? This is just bullshit. I'm sorry. Like it's just Luger the crazy thing. It. The craziest thing for me with rewatching these matches is like. We never regarded, like, I think we were fine with Luger. I think we all liked him, whatever his look. I don't think we necessarily ever regard him as a bad wrestler, but I don't think no. he's any of our favorites. Yeah. And in the interim, he's got, he gets so much crap. That's completely unjustified. Completely he is, unjustified. He is perfectly fine. Yeah. He's got, uh-huh. the, he's over with the crowd. He's like. His like his legs move weird on some of his moves, and that yeah. makes him look funny. He can't do drop kicks. Well, yeah, but he should like, be because like his power slams are weird because like his body doesn't bend right or whatever. But he's he's great. I, yeah, perfectly yeah. acceptable. Yeah, yeah. It's I, the hate on Luger makes no sense. But yeah. let's well, let's also re- like he just got this title like a month two months ago mm. on a bullshit finish. Yeah, like. He was against Barry Windham, right? Yeah, yeah, because he was pinned and got his shoulder up, well, and Barry Windham, who had yeah. put him in the back suplex, yeah. lost the title. So two mm. months later, mm. he like some double head knock, 
Bullshit roll. Uh, that's a phantom ref bump here too. You yeah. know, uh, oh yeah, they really oh. missed Nick Patrick completely. And there. Don't they? And they have a they have a second referee, don't they? No, no, that was later in the match. Yeah, he comes yeah. back. No, he comes that back. Was, that was, he no, just... that was the Road Warriors match where they had two referees. Oh, and they yeah. still we'll get to that, <laughs> brother Nikita. Yeah, we'll get to um, yeah, that in a bit. But yeah, so it's yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he there. Terry Bam Bam Gordy comes down and you know assists in this W for him. Shuts mm-hmm. his feet off the rope twice, and you know I think I texted you when I saw it. I was like, this doesn't lead to a Luger and Bam Bam feud and match. So Ooh. what's the point? Because that would have been great. Like you know, Bam Bam could have carried him or whatever as far as he needed to. That would have been a great, uh, you know, should have been a good big man match. But that doesn't even lead to that. So. Like, Did they the do they have to free him up for the Sting stuff, or was he part of? Because Sting, Sting, I think now aligns with Flair coming out of this. Spoiler alert! Oh, okay. So I don't even yeah. know what Luger was doing. We might, we might have to see how the story plays. This could be some long term booking that we don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at Luger though. I mean, I'm watching this match and I'm like, God, he's so much better as a heel though. Like, because he just has like you know heel tendencies. You know, when you try to make him a baby face, it comes off kind of disingenuous unless he's with Sting. Yeah, and... but I don't I don't think he's a bad baby face. I, I wouldn't say he's so much better. I think he might be better as a heel, but mm. he's he's way better than I think he gets credit for. Oh no, definitely not. Yeah, like Luger's perfectly acceptable. And again, imagine a Lex Luger like character in today's wrestling. I mean, he'd be the champ forever. Nobody could ever beat him. He'd be Brock Lesnar or whatever. But I didn't say on the Vince McMahon thing, and I don't know if y'all saw or read that, that, you know, he came out on SmackDown the yeah. night that he announced that he was not coming back. And, you know, Together. and then, and then he came out on Raw that on Monday as well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to basically, you know, but then he announced that John Cena was coming back. So Cena's coming back, you know, for another brief run or whatever. Um, but. Who cares? Like I that's some know. that's some pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yes, Bullshit. exactly. Yep. No, that's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah. So in after match five and Luger losing some bullshit, they bring out the three judges for the uh the flare match. Um no, it was before this match actually. They brought the three judges out, it was what Luthez, Terry Funk, and who was that? Pat O'Connor. Pat O'Connor. Um well, more than anything, okay. Let's say that we are the last generation of people, wrestling fans, who maybe had ADD, but didn't get it diagnosed. Uh-huh. Okay, so that means the generation of wrestling fans before us, you had to have the patience of Job to fucking watch wrestling with these people. They have no personalities whatsoever. When you go back and see some of them black and white matches, it's bear hugs, arm drags, and headlocks for a very long time. <laughs> so, like, it's a, it, 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 oh, well, we got these past champions, you know, that came here to judge this match and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Again, we are a generation that is watching this at that time or allegedly watching it. The fuck I give a damn about Luthez, man. Or Pat O'Connor. Come on. I, I kind of care about the mode. Terry Funk was in fucking uh, Roadhouse. I was like, shit, yeah. yeah. I, yeah That's I, it. I, I want the rest it of it. The fuck uh, out but, of here. But I think the distinction is the NWA heavyweight title was over. Mm, so the past And, and when you associate these individuals, like 
you know, Luthez had this shit forever. Mm-hmm. And like the, so that to me, that, that, that's what their value is here. It's like the title is over. Mm-hmm. And so when you, you're told like, Hey, these guys held the title that, you know, not many people have. And Flair has held it six times or right. five times up five to this times, point. Yeah. The title, this particular title is over to a degree that. I don't think any other title is. I guess. Because the WWF title wasn't over to that degree. No. Well, and again. Because Ivan Koloff was the WWF champion. At one point. But also, it's at the point, too, where it was they were champions at the time, where people held the belt for like five years, you know, yeah. and just went defending it in different areas, but never yeah, losing it. When you, so. when you peel it back and be like, oh, no, this was like all these promoters nominated whoever to go do business you know, everywhere. And like, you had to have somebody who was trust. You had to have somebody that like could, you know, defend themselves. It had to be a, like, you know, to come in and like work with the people that were there and not give up their best moneymaker. Yeah. It's, it's all bizarre. Yeah. But the title is over more than any individual champion. Yeah. I just thought, I mean, again, the stip is like, Oh, we're going to have people judge the match. Like it's a boxing match, Hodge, like for a, a work wrestling match. So that's, but that's a continuation of where we got here. So this is the third match. Yeah. Right. So we had the first match, which is Steamboat wins on something. I can't even remember how that went. It was not title. No, he won the title in the 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 first first pay-per-view we'll watch. We, he won the title. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they had a, a match at the clash of champions. They did best out of three falls. Okay. And, um, so flair got the first fall and then. Steamboat made Flair submit for the first time in his career to the double chicken wing. Then they had a double pin of some sort that was like thrown out because like Steamboat got the pin, but the review showed Flair's foot on the ropes. Mm -hmm. So this was Steamboat comes out. He's like, look, uh, you know, I'm going to give you one last chance because there's all these other contenders. My, I can't spend my entire run defending against Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's not going to be a question. This is your last chance. If there's any sort of screwiness, we have these judges in place. So all of the, this is a, a this is a five fall three match psychology <laughs> leading us up to this this panel of judges <laughs> to settle the the match, which is Flair's last shot at the title against the first person to make him tap out. <laughs> so. All that is the backdrop for this match that's coming wow. up. We're almost getting there. Uh, match number six is not a classic at all. Uh, it's the Stinger, y'all. Woo! Ooh, uh, ooh, uh, yeah. ow! Sorry, yeah, not woo. Yeah, or yeah, ow. Kind of woo. Uh, yeah. Versus the Iron Sheik. Uh, again. The Iron uh, Sheik. The Iron Sheik. Okay. He was, uh, he was old. When he was in the WWF, he was old. Uh, holy mackerel! He's been uh, old for a minute. That's but, that, but let's it's also the chic say, always positive. Yeah, but let's also say, you know, whether he owes us money or not, uh, his fuck Hulk Hogan's on Twitter are are, are classic. Uh, we are classic. You know, always he's a, you know always fuck Hulk Hogan. So we appreciate that, but. Come on, man. Sting is, I mean, Sting is kind of old in and of itself now that we see these in his 60s on AEW right now. It's a lot like he was a spring chicken here. But 
wrestlers, uh, and it's very rare that wrestlers, this is their first choice, unless you are generational, <laughs> uh, gener- from the generational shit. This is, I fucked up in football, I've, I've been in jail. Uh, right. Well, yeah, my other sport didn't work out. Right. Yeah, I get it. You're, you uh, guys are talking about an Olympian here. Come not, on. Not the Iron Show Sheik. some respect. We're not talking about the Iron Sheik about that. But, yes, the Iron Sheik, he was great for the Iranians, I guess, or whatever. But he had no in, business in being in the ring. Yeah, no, he had no business <laughs> being in the ring with Sting in 1989. No, and they kept it not. mercifully brief. Uh, he you he know. gets his, his initial offense and then Sting. Yes. Like yeah. you see, like okay, here we go. This here, this is the uh, big boot leg drop sequence of the match. Yeah, exactly. and I think he tapped him out. He scored. Yeah, oh yeah, I think he tapped oh yeah. The, uh, yeah. Lock, yeah. yeah so bad. the funny part, like I was watching, was like, uh, yeah, Sting in the onesie now Ooh, versus mm. Sting back, like yeah. bodybuilder Sting. Yeah, that's bad. We, we none of it. Wait, hey man, look, we can't it keep all it Right. Yeah, it can't keep it together. Yeah. The but Iron Sheik is still alive and he's 80 years old. But speaking of which, too, also about the thing or whatever, it ain't the onesie that bothers me as much because I'm used to seeing him in the onesie when he's on WCW or whatever, or my Nitro. This is hair, man. Like he's holding on for the last second there. <laughs> it's just like, bro, <laughs> need some hymns or whatever that shit is that they advertise yeah. for hair, man. Cause this is, it's, it's, it's going. I mean, realistically, like what he's doing now, he's he's not the worst part of that show. He's been in good God, condition. No. He's yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Just he's, yeah, he's just it's not the rest what of it. we were used to. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So match number seven, y'all, is the match that we talked about, and it will be our watch along here. Uh, we're not going to watch the entire thirty-one minute match. Uh, we are going to uh, go. So if you got your peacock ready, load it up, and we are going to what was the time stamp there? One thirty-seven thirty-two. One thirty-seven thirty-two. And again, it's not that we don't like the match. It's just that we don't want to watch friggin' 31. the entire thirty-one minutes of this match. So we're going to one thirty-seven thirty-two. Uh, kind of getting near the end. But the biggest part about this whole bit, really, I mean, again, Flair winning the title. Yes, that's a big deal. Don't get me wrong, but. Really coming out of this, of the angle coming out of this with Terry Funk is probably the biggest thing. And it, uh, what's kind of funny though, too, and I guess maybe there's some time distance in between before we get started, is that yeah, we talked about before where this turns Flair babyface. This happens another version of this, not that much longer after this, maybe in a couple of years with Vader as well, right? Like Flair yeah. wins the title and then Vader attacks him or whatever and turns yeah. Flair babyface too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, they they get to a point where there's no stars. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, I think, I think that's when he comes back. I think that's actually immediately mm-hmm. when he comes back from WWF. That he comes back and he's. I think he's just a commentator initially or whatever. When he comes back and then somehow he gets pulled back into the ring, shockingly, and you uh, know, Vader. Yeah, shocks. All right. So if you got your handy peacock together, pull it up now. for one one thirty seven thirty two, and you'll see Flair on some offense, which is always fun. And so we're on the three, two, one count. You might get an ad. Let's see what happens. Three, two, one. Oh, these chops. <laughs> Chopping the shit out of each other, by the way. Right, yeah. That's yes. a classic. Yeah. Our referee is um 
Uh, Tommy Young. Tommy Young, yeah. He just got hit in the face to himself. We so did not t- the, Go ahead. The interesting thing about this whole setup is, like, they have pushed Ricky Steamboat as the family man. If, which, if we remember our timeline, Ricky Steamboat was major star in WWF, coming off of a well-regarded WW or uh, WrestleMania three match against Randy Savage and was mm-hmm. like, uh, can I have some time off to go have a baby? And they mm-hmm. were like, yeah, you can have the rest of your career off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he was the yeah. dragon, and then he came back as the family man. Mm-hmm. And so there, we've got the family man against the the dirtiest the, player in the game, and the, like the, the, the crowd is decidedly mixed. Like mm. there. He's there's colored. not a yeah. There's yeah. not a clear uh, kind of winner here on this. So yeah, right. he, he comes in and uh, as over as as Steamboat is once he's in the ring working as a as a as a baby face. Yeah, his promos are not great. His not great. ring intro is mm. really awkward. Yeah, and well, Flair. That, that's where I was saying earlier. Like, there's the there's there are the baby face elements to how Flair works. So up and over, but not the full up and over. Not the full mm. over or the run across the ring. Like, uh, he pull out his draws. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I does I I was looking because I was like, man, I wonder what happened to Ricky Steamboat after this because he loses this match. Spoiler alert. Um. I was like, what happened to him? Like, I don't remember him going like back to WWF. But he did go back there after that. And then I was looking at through his bio or whatever. Look at his fan. What the hell, man? Yeah. Bitch. Did you see? Um, I, like, I was like, hey, is over the top still a uh, a DQ? And you saw yeah. like he goes over and Tommy Young makes the judgment call. And they actually mm. comment on a good judgment call. It wasn't intentional. Right. <laughs> um, I, 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 so, yeah, uh, Ricky Steamboat, the family man, he's been married like four times. Um, anyway. <laughs> Well, he's a family yeah, I mean, man. Multiple, multiple families. He loves families. He, yeah, he tries to have as many as he can. Yeah, right. what are you, Dominican nigga? All right, anyway, so um, that there was that part. And then the other part here that I was looking, like, the fans are, like, this is Hutch's thing on his, it's real to me. Like, people was really believing this shit. Like, they were oh, so, yeah. like, I mean, they, they cut to certain fans in there. Is like as if somebody was getting their their own family member was getting beat the fuck up. Like people might, were really might have been. I mean, I think on. this this crowd is light because yeah. I, I think you can hear the audio. Like you can hear Flair the entire time. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, but the fans that are there, yeah. There's some Belmont bitches this, this here, look y'all. Look at this guy with his feathered mm-hmm. hair and his red no, but, black. No, but seriously, shirt. those are some Belmont bitches. That's the quality we was dealing with growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was. Did you see old girl? She's like, look, Ricky Steamboat's touching my knee. <laughs> oh, and you're firing back. The chops in this are ridiculous. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, for Flair taking off, that's great. Well, I mean, you know, Flair, it, it's, I said in the part here where they like showing Flair's ass. Like, they just love it. Oh, this is great off the top. The- <laughs> the flop. <laughs> there was a there was a thing on the Cornell podcast of like like moves that only certain individuals can get over, and they didn't bring this up. But I was like the flare face plant, the flare mm-hmm. over the top corner, oh, like yeah. all the things of all the things. So there it is, <laughs> dead on the apron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. I think oh, we said he, this two podcasts ago, but 
Like you really forget how good Flair was, like you know, because of the later versions. This one hit me like, I mean, he he has the little like side muffins, but yeah. damn, he's in good shape. Yeah, like I forgot shape. like how good shape he was. He stayed, in, he just stayed, he stayed in shape for a long time. Yeah, went doing stuff supposedly. Well, I mean, they said he would, you know, he was the stair master king, you know, he'd do these matches and go out. And then the next morning, he's, you know, up at seven and on the stair master uh, for two hours, you know, going I, at it. I hear, I hear Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. I his don't other believe ex- it. His other extracurriculars, <laughs> you know, like Tiger. Um, uh-huh, right. I mean, Flair got a few marriages too, FYI. Right. Yeah, between but, yeah. the two characters, they got about yeah, like, eight a, marriages, nine. Probably. Yeah. Oh, no. Over the top he goes. Steamboat takes some huge bumps in this. Yes, he does. Steamboat. Will oh, so work. to your question, what does Steamboat do? So in the, uh, in the cock, there's mm. the Saturday night WCW show is like this glitzy Saturday night live bullshit. Like one of the first episodes is awful. Uh, the first match is Steamboat wrestling William Regal after mm. Regal took his TV title. So mm. he got relegated to mid card. Then mm. he, he, he starts wearing the dragon wings, some bullshit after oh, this. God. Yeah. They, they were in the closet. Why not? Mm. Yeah. I mean, this is this, this sequence of matches. This is, you know, this is hollowed ground hallowed ground not hollowed mm. ground nobody dug a hole in it um <laughs> like on you know on the order of like the best of seven like this mm-hmm. is just the 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 storyline the psychology the angle they play out through this and the payoff this is like to me this is like the greatest angle in wrestling history no it's like classic wrestling thing. yeah it's classic wrestling makes you care you know you have cl- you know even though you said flair's wrestling a certain way it still has a clearly defined baby face and heel in this situation. Yeah. So you I know. think we missed out. Like um, our referee was, um, they did give the 15 minute update. All the judges have steamboat ahead. Mm. I think we said that, but whatever. Mm. Yeah. So the, the, the healing, the flare healing comes in here, but mm-hmm. more chops. Stop hitting me. Dad. And he starts interacting with the crowd and Tommy young, him and Tommy young are so good. Yeah. They're great together. The suplex is great. Yep. Mm. Look at that. <laughs> He's no referee, Aubrey. Dude, I, <laughs> I've, I've been off. like, dude, ref Aubrey is like the second coming of Tommy Young to me. Like, I, she's, she, uh, recent evidence has suggested she's gone a little over the top, but, but neither, neither of them are the greatest referee of all time. Mm. Which we're gonna, which we might get to later. Yes, I think we might. I think we might. Mm. I didn't understand this part where he's like hooking his 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 head without uh like hooking the leg. Like he's holding his neck up, and then he gets mm. his shoulder up. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, can we talk about commentary through yeah, this? Yeah. Because Bob yeah. Cottle's not great. No, no, he's yeah. not. I remember the first one we watched were like, oh, Magnum. No, Magnum's fine. Bob Cottle yes. is just so, I don't know, so hillbilly milk toast. Right. I don't know. He doesn't have a lot. Jim well, Ross I, is, Jim Ross's respect for this as a sport mm. I, is like, it's so good. Yeah. But, you know, we talked about like the, the, one of the more redeeming factors of the WWE stuff that oh. we've been watching is the announcer team, but that's different. It's, you know, the, the interplay of Gorilla and, 
and Jesse, um, Jesse, Jesse is is great, and they're occasionally talking about the matches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Jim Ross style of like you know this is no this is the national championship game right here yeah like I I do think that was distinct I think that really made him his style. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like I wrote down in here. He was like, "Oh, he's got him in a pinning predicament." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's cracked me up. Like, what's a pinning predicament? Oh, I mean, the crowd's way into this too. Like, they are, you know, they they are completely like, "Oh my goodness, this is something." Like Tommy Young's trying to watching. explain, like he's in the rope. I can't count this, and players like, right. "What are you talking about?" Yeah. But it's just a cover for him to, to choke him out with the foot. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Getting our time card oh, here. Oh, this was 30 minutes in. Yep. That is a great job. Porn star McPorn Chop is coming Man, over. With Lord. This. Awful. And look at all the international press taking pictures. You know what <laughs> I mean? You see little Willie Apner there, of course. But then you see all these other people like taking pictures for whatever. Oh, suplex on the concrete. Can you imagine? Yes. But again, something that never really happened. Whereas you see it every freaking match now. Oh, yeah. yeah well, so suplex that, off the apron onto the floor or through yes. a table or into yes. a pile of chairs. Yeah. Or a flaming oh. pile of chairs. Or, or <laughs> yeah. to- From a ladder. From a ladder. Yeah. I mean, Hutch, you should watch AEW just one day. You'll be like, what in the entire hell is this? Uh, oh, but don't, uh, don't wish that on anybody right now. There's literally, yeah, it'll be bad now. Give it a uh, six weeks or I'll so. Be some, I'll be strolling between the channels and I see some Japanese wrestling too. I'm like, that should be crazy as hell too. Yeah. There's a lot of big haired ladies in this crowd. Yes, there are lots and of aquanet. And his 40 women in a mule that he brought out earlier. Oh, yeah, that's not, yeah. Yeah, that was awful. Oh, it's what two three structure out. Yeah. Mm. yeah, as we're getting to the end here, as they start to wrap up, this is wild. <laughs> oh, the yeah, people are so into this. This is a, to me, you know, it's pretty freaking amazing. Uh, I like how Tommy comes out and checks on. Are y'all dead? <laughs> Nope. All right. Nope. I got to drop bitches out. I'm going to check out. <laughs> Let me go ahead and come back Tommy out. Young, so sure. good. Yes, so good. Yep. Is he still with us? I think he is. I think yeah, I think he just got hurt and dipped, and then okay. probably not being in the wrestling industry kept him alive. Probably. You know, that StarCast thing that that dude is having, uh, the other podcast dude, I think it's in Nashville too, where Flair's having his last match or whatever. Oh, I mean, yeah. everybody and their mama is going to be there. Like, I mean, that's one of those. Damn, if I was remotely close, I would at least probably consider thinking about it and then not go. Uh, you know, the distance makes it you know impossible. But it was like, holy crap! I think because all the horsemen are going to be there that are living. You know, not Oli. Nobody cares about him. Hey, but like, nobody cares about Oli. But Barry, Tully, Arn, Flair are going to be there oh, and. Uh, Paul Roma. Uh, I don't think he's <laughs> going to be there. Um, or, or, um, Mr. Ma- or the rep, the football player either. No. Steve McMichael. Uh, well, yeah, he's yeah. got it. What's he yeah. got? Uh, ALS uh, or something. ALS, yeah. That was a terrible punches, by the way, in the corner. 
Yes, they are. Yeah, that's bad. Backdrop. Oh, yes. Doctor Strange pose. (laughs) (laughs) Player takes a powder in the corner. Yep. No. Nope. 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 Oh. Oh. Two. I'm fucking you. One, right, no. two. Yeah. Oh, could have been it. Yeah. Look at Tommy. <laughs> yes. Let's straight up two count there. Mm-mm. Not the double reverse. Oh, here we go. I mean, people are up. People are standing in the aisles. My God. <laughs> Flared me. He spits a huge Louie there. Superplex. Another move that when I was a kid was death. And uh, yeah. I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> transition move. Yeah. <laughs> That's nothing. Arm bar. It is well, it isn't. I mean, honestly, like the biggest issue that I have with AEW is that everybody kicks out of everything. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point, man? Oh, he's setting him up. Yep. The chicken wing. The one person me. that made Flair tap out mm-hmm. up to this point. Pretty sure Sting and, tapped and, him out. And, and, and pretty sure point. everybody's tapped him out since then. Four so, wide. Well, yeah. That, that, he got back with um, Mimi the maid. They had broken mm-hmm. up, and then now they got back together. I saw him on TMZ or something. Mm-hmm. Nice. See, Steamboat's, yeah, double chicken wing's a cool move, but his otherwise finisher's pretty terrible. Yeah. What the flying cross body yeah. off the top? Yeah, that's bad. I mean, not Come bad. It's just, yeah. Oh. Little Billy Apner. It's not as good as, like, the, the Macho Man elbow, but. Double I mean, job kick. Come on. Come on. <laughs> But, you know, after seeing Hogan, like, no-sell the Macho Man elbow drop, I'm not Uh, sure that's the biggest finisher. I'm still not over that. That was, I was like, good lord. Like, this whole pay-per-view was leading up to that match. Yeah. And, like, it was an actual match until it wasn't. He, like, no-sold his finisher and jot him out. That was so bad. (laughs) No, he wants to get back in the ring. But Chino can't change hands on a count out. Uh, the judges could award it. Hard of a if it ended on a time, I think they say that if it ended on a count out, Steamboat the judges won, right? would award it based on points. Yeah, mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. Steamboat. Yeah, Bob Cottle does kind of suck. Yeah, Just keep old. running. Speaking Just... of old people, Lance Russell was the backstage person here. You know, he had come up, I guess, from from mid south. Yeah, he was doing the backstage interviews. Because he interviewed Flair, you know, earlier in the show. I think we're about to go to school. Now. Oh, the judges what do you think are they really want? What do you think they're really <laughs> Well, the funny thing is, like, they recognize that they, they're working the match in a sense, too. Like, yeah. you see them conferring amongst each other a couple times. No, they go I over mean, there I and think, they got dude, their I, I think those old school dudes play kayfabe all the time. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think that they were like, I, I, until they got behind that curtain and there was nobody around, I don't think they dropped character. Well, Flair never dropped character. Well, fair. 
He's selling weed now. Did y'all know that? He that don't sell sense. anything. Yeah, I know that. No, but he has his own weed. Well, yeah, I'm, I would, that makes sense. Yeah, weed, the Ric Flair drip. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, was, with, with, what's that? What's that? Qua- Quavo, one of the Migos that did yeah. that song or whatever. But yes, the Ric Flair drip weed. You know, buy it at your local stores, kids. No, no um, kids. Do not no, I'm sorry. No, no. No, sorry. Be 25. Yeah, whatever age is there. But still, I like this that back in this day, too, that it was very rare where um, people reversed the figure four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it happened, but it didn't happen like it does all the time now. And, like, but uh, look how active the move is, too, right? It's the yeah. submission hold, but they've worked like around the map. Flair's mm-hmm. like con- constantly jerking off. Jerking whoa, off whoa, whoa, hey. And, uh, you know, you got the potential pinfall. Mm-hmm. Then if you're near the other side of the, look at Flair cinches it in. If you're on mm-hmm. the other way, Flair could grab the ropes and like apply the pressure. Now we got the referee break. Now we're probably mm-hmm. going to have Flair and Tommy Young. <laughs> Jim mm-hmm. Ross is going crazy. <laughs> Ugh. Come on, Tommy. Mm. What, what's y'all feeling about Tony Schiavone? Well, he's in currently in the WWF at the time of this taping. Right. Again, when I watch the Saturday Night Live show, he's so good at being understated and allowing David Crockett to be completely over the top. So it was just, you know, he was the perfect straight man. His yep. current role... His current role on AEW, he's not good. Um, he's just—he's a nostalgia hire at this point. Yeah, really, and he understands it as well. Is this it? Yep. A straight pinfall out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. With Steamboat on offense, he reverses it into a pin. So, yeah, I, I agree. Shivani was better as a straight man for David Crockett. Was shocked when he went to the WWE and was doing, like, backstage interviews. Yeah. And now he's a complete joke. Yep. Complete joke. Look at this. Raise the hand. Because Steamboat said, like, I'm, I'm going to give you your shot. And whoever wins, I respect you. Because they had, again... They had these two matches, four falls up to this point. So he was like, hey, I'm going to, here's your shot. Yep. He gave it to him. He lost. He's the gentleman. He's the family man. He's out. That's some pretty cheap fireworks pyro there, by the way, in hey, WCW. That's awful. No, that's awful. Uh, I got a commercial here. I do, too. Okay. For, uh, what'd you get? I got the, I with the uh, Disney. Disney? No, I got the Integra with Vince Staples. Hodge? I got a rock. No. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. So as we're in the middle of this, uh, what did you guys, did you guys see the end of, well, actually, how did you see freaking Doctor Strange? I have not. Oh, come on, man. I'm, I'm back. I'm not. I got a 60 seconder. Ah. A pause. Mm. Yeah, with that dude, the State Farm dude. Jake? No. Yeah, the white, the black dude. 
Now Coors Light. I got three commercials. So you gotta. Are you? I just. Is, I actually watched everything but this match before now, and I just watched this match today. So I might have already satisfied the Peacock's need to uh, sell me on right. shit. Right. All right, we're back. Woo! Uh, yeah, Ro- Jim Ross again playing this completely as if this is a legitimate sport is great. <laughs> and them checks cash. Well, I know. I mean, I think again in a different era he grew up in a different era where it was presented as such. It wasn't mm-hmm. presented as the clown show that it is now for sure. Brought in by Bill Watts. So yep, uh, or Bill the Watts clown disciple. show. Yeah, that Vince that turned it into. You know, like but I'm, by the same token, like his work during that era is iconic as well. Like he right, brought, oh, he was off. the like one of the things that brought credibility to that shit show. show. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Woo. Wrestle War eighty nine, baby. You know. It only got like, a six it only got a six point nine out of ten on IMDB. This <laughs> Are you guys at the Terry Funk? Yes, Terry Funk has gotten to interrupt. Yeah, so Flair is out of character, acknowledges Steamboat. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. humble. Flair's yeah. like, or uh, Funk's like, yeah, I would have voted for you. Yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> and again, I, I mentioned as we started this at the top there, this is when, you know, Terry Funk was wrestling, but, you know, he had gone Hollywood, you know, and Flair brings it up in one of his comebacks here. <laughs> Several of his, every one of his. Yeah, comebacks. yeah, but I, I mean. Like, we he, got a top ten. You're out yeah. with Sylvester Stallone because yeah. he was in uh, Over right, the yeah. Top too, right? Was he in Over and the Road, Top? Okay. Yeah, I think it was Road in Over the Top and Roadhouse. Yeah, the fact he might not have been in Roadhouse by this point, but yeah. Well, uh, no, I think yeah, I think Roadhouse is like eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Um, uh, well, wait, well, yeah. Dirty Dancing was eighty-seven, and Roadhouse. Google it. Right we got a top ten. We got legit rankings. Mm-hmm. Wonder what the top ten in WCW was at this time. Flair, Dylan, 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 Dylan. Nineteen eighty nine. So Roadhouse was just coming out. Just coming out. Six six. I don't. I can't support that. I can't support a six point six IMDb rating. Yeah, come on. Or thirty seven. On what for Roadhouse? Yeah. Oh. Or thirty seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. I can't. We may disagree on that too, sir. I like that. I like Roadhouse. Fuck. That's a period piece. I had a was really like into that movie, so he watched it a lot in college, which turned me into hating it. So um I cannot fuck with that movie at all. Be nice till it's time to not be nice. The fuck. Shut up. So yeah, I I I can't fuck with that movie. But I do remember him being I remember him being like, oh, you know, because my friend didn't watch wrestling. I'm like, oh fuck, Terry Funk is in this. He's like, who? He was in oh, over the top. Yeah. Time stalkers. Over the top, yeah. Fuck this alone, how big a star he was. He was able to get a movie made. Oh it. my god. Yeah. Oh! It looked like a straight right hand, too. This is so good. Yes. It's completely it's unhinged. Because it's so good. Funk is unhinged. Yeah. He's a Yep. Slayer's ass. Actor? Mm. It's amazing that more people didn't jump in and be like, "Hey, I know, like that kid's right there, like go get him, Claire." Yeah, he should have yeah. like, he should have jumped in and be like, "You motherfucker, Terry Funk!" 
Yeah, he's got a, he might have a Dr. Death's t-shirt on, though. It's okay, Flair. I busted up. Uh, I don't think he... Does he get color? No, I don't, there's no blood in this. What? I don't think he gets color. You don't, don't need to. So. Look, he's about <sighs> to take the most devastating move ever. Oh, oh God. And talk about something that just has been completely oh, yeah. killed. Pile driver is still death to me, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yep. You get a pile driver... Okay. But this this powder ever looks a little like oral sex. I'm, this, <laughs> yeah. is an, this is an yeah. unsettling powder. Yeah. Look Stuck at Flair's arms though. Look at how much he's protecting himself on this. Yeah, well, I mean, he does have a broken back. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh. Oh. Uh, and then oh, Funk goes back yeah, over yeah, and over table. Tea kettle. <laughs> 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 and he fucks with this table. Yeah. Is he tough? Is he tough? No, that's great. Pile driver on the table after yeah. this, after his best of five falls that. with his greatest competitor of all time. Yep. A chair. Greatest wrestling angle of all time. Nice. Flair mm. covered up there in that too. Well, yeah, he hit the ground. People, so. Well, people aren't crazy back then too, taking legit chair shots. Nobody comes out. Nobody cares about Flair. Horsemen are gone. There's no mm-hmm. allies. The cop was like, he's a man for fuck. Isn't this shit is fake? Terry Funk's still alive, too. Shit, he's in Yeah, we know. Well, he's in bad. Oh, no, uh, no he said, uh, yeah. 19- he's in bad physical shape. Uh, 1944. Yeah. There was a GoFund about him not that much long yeah. ago. He's not in great physical shape. I mean, so your point was why is this the seventh match? Yes. And I'm like, I think because they need another 15 minutes to sell this angle. The fuck, yo. But what you could have... Come on. You should... It's, just, it's the main... T- it's the world title. It should be your main event. The main event is some of the worst awful yeah. shit I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Like, we're, like I don't even yeah, have... The last notes. match is... It would be on one it. thing... To make the um, the Road Warriors versus the Varsity Club for the NWA World Tag Team Championship yes. with special referee Nikita Koloff, a.k.a. Right. the greatest referee of our time of or time. any other yeah. time. That would be one thing to make that the, uh, the, the main event. But to have the main event, the U.S. Tag Team Championship. The, 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 yeah. The, now, also, the Varsity Club Juniors. Electric, yeah, the B team. Yeah, the B team, Electric Boogaloo Varsity Club. <laughs> the, uh, come on, man. That's awful. All right, we're going to stop this, the run here. <laughs> awful. Yeah, I mean, Flair, God bless him. You know, he, for, for the he took a beat. And, you know, and again, before we conclude this version of this podcast, we, you know, we're going to get a chance, I think, to see him go babyface too. So, like, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, y'all. The next match, the Road Warriors. So this was our watch along last time, but at least this time we get the legit varsity club. Right. Yes. Yeah, so Kevin right. Sullivan from Singapore. But somehow wearing a Boston University <laughs> sweater. I, I got so I got one question, gentlemen. gentlemen. So it's Earl didn't Earl Hebner who just died recently? Dave Hebner. Dave, Dave Hebner. 
Oh, yeah. and but then they rated Earl Hebner number one referee of all time. Oh, uh, and I I disagree. I yeah. I think it's Nikita Koloff and then Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was Charles oh. Robinson? Oh, little Nate. Little Nate. Oh, and also um also um God, what's that other dude name? Shit. The guy from Mark w. Curtis. Mark, Mark Curtis, Curtis, aka uh. Shit, I don't remember what his AKA is, but yeah, but I did when I was watching this. I was, te- I, I think I generated a, a what the fuck response from the producer. <laughs> I was like, if Ref Aubrey and and uh, and Tommy Young had a baby, it would be Nikita Koloff <laughs> as referee. <laughs> well, so let's get into that part of it. So guest <laughs> referee in this match. This is non-steroided. Uh, well, no, he's still no. big. I remember oh, him coming dude. back skinny with hair and drop kicking people. Oh, he's still yeah. big in this, and he's yeah. got like the shave lines. No. Yeah, he gets a lot. He gets a lot thinner or smaller here later on. But yeah, this is not the Nikita we knew. But he's also, you know, got the freaking Foot Locker gear on uh, as the as the referee here. And one of his first. Laughing. Well, in his first moments, he throws Kevin Sullivan, you know, back to the locker room for, you know, early interference. But this is a good match here. I mean, it's brief for sure, and it needed to be. But, you know, you get a chance to see, you know, the Road Warriors work against a team, you know, of dudes that are at least comparable size. Mm. And, you know, that it it makes sense. Like, you know, you got to see all the moves and all of that, which I enjoyed. So, And they started Uh, to get beat up on. Yeah, because – Dr. Death matches up with him pretty well. And I think, you know, Rotunda has size. And I, I, this is pre his clown gimmicks. And yes. I think he's Iris. very underrated. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I think he's yeah. very underrated up to this point. Agreed. And, you know, and again, they, you know, honestly, Dr. Death took most of the bumps in this match. Yeah. You know, and he takes their finisher as well, even though it doesn't end in the finish, but he takes yeah. the finisher too, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, the crazy part to me was they have the special ref, but they had a second ref, and when the ref gets distracted, yeah. then yeah. there's interference, and the whole thing gets thrown. Yeah, out. it gets, goes like shit. why do you have a second ref? Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah, and then at the end of the show, they were like, "Yeah, after that, all that shit happened. Uh, uh, they're vacating the U. You know, the World Tag Team Championships from the Varsity Club. You know, they took the titles because from them Danny's because five Kevin's. year. Yeah, or and Kevin, so it's just awful." But yeah, I mean, I thought it actually a pretty decent match. You know, we got a chance to see everybody, or at least the Road Warriors, do all get, their get good their, stuff. Get their stuff in, yeah. But they got their stuff, yeah, against, but against like people that aren't like an infinite pushovers. Yeah, like that's the part. Like, right. The, the most. Yes, exactly. But even Midnight's or whatever, you know, like, yeah, those other two dudes had to cheat to get offense, but they didn't have to cheat to get offense. Mm. It was legitimate that they could actually hurt them. Because of their size. So. Yeah, like the Road Warrior Midnight Express matches were always like, eh, yeah, on. Yeah, you were waiting for a tennis racket or right. an eye rake or a powder, a f- flame. Something oh, had yeah. to happen for them to get some offense. And, you know, finally. But, yeah, I, I thought that's actually the match. It was one of the better matches of the evening, to be fair, without all that. And then our main event of the evening. Mm-hmm. Missy Hyatt. All of you paid tickets for. I'm going to make a... a, a, a Damn. I'm on flip side of coins on this, like I've done probably for a lot of things and people in this situation. Uh, but oh, yeah, by the way, our, we already RIP Dr. Death on the previous show. And, um, the, and the both of the Road Warriors. Right, and RIP yeah, Eddie Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, and our yeah. Eddie Gilbert. Yeah, so uh, our main event 
is uh, fuck Rick Steiner and Eddie Gilbert versus Dan Spivey and Kevin Sullivan from Singapore. Uh, what in the entire fuck? And then the fact that they jumped Steiner from the beginning and he doesn't even really get much chance to do yeah, anything. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering if he was like hurt, and then hurt. they angled him out of the match or something yeah. like that. But he yeah, doesn't even it get becomes his jacket off. It becomes Eddie Gilbert as a uh, broke ass Ricky Morton <laughs> for the, the whole match. <laughs> this was where I was like, I remember. I think, I, I think Eddie Gilbert was pretty good, right? No, I was watching. That ain't nope. no Ricky Morton. Come that on. ain't no selling for no Ricky Morton. Okay. <laughs> and again, yes, Missy Hyatt is there. Yes, we were all fans in 1989. We were fans of both of, her, both of her twins, yeah. Yes, I mean, and she, you know, and, but yeah, let give Devil credit where the credit is due or whatever. Yes, she was blonde and she had great boobs or whatever, and that was that. And she, her voice was freaking fingernails on a cross uh, chalkboard. Like, right. I get that part. But when she was a heel, like having her be like a babyface manager was terrible. But when yes. she was a heel and she could play into her southern bitchiness, she yeah. was really good. You know, yeah, that stood out to me. Like face Missy Hyatt was worthless. Yes, awful. Like she got nothing but be there. She wasn't. She didn't have. <laughs> Remember the when she had her sword tum tum? Yes, awful. God almighty. She couldn't wrestle Dark Journey because she had a broken thumb, and yeah. then somebody got jumped. Yes, that's awful. But yeah, so as Hutch, if you're on YouTube, is pulling up pictures from Missy Hyatt from back in the day. Uh, she is at the Walking Riot. Yep. This, today she is a full on fucking Trump Trumper. supporter. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I saw that picture. Yeah, so absolutely, she could. I mean, you know, we as an insult, we constantly talk about eating all the dicks. No, no dicks for you. Uh, just, <laughs> just you're, you're deny her diet. Just die. Yeah, just fucking go and die. That's basically where I'm at. Like, I have no use for you at this point. But yeah, full on Trumper. So yeah. Uh, and again, her age, her being white, is it really that big of a surprise that she's a Trumper? You know, it's probably oh. more surprising. It's more surprising. I, you, I, I would say if you put out all, if, if the wrestlers ever voted, they probably have them can't vote because they're felons. But the other half that do vote, they are Trumpers too, sir. I would say it's probably more than half. Um, and racist. Well, well we, when we went through the Marvel Universe, it was pretty bad. It's yeah, probably similar <laughs> yeah, for wrestlers. <laughs> right. I was, but, <laughs> right. Half, half the people are in Minnesota, which really makes them Canadian, so they can't yeah. vote or they should uh, That's vote. hilarious. Uh, that's a callback to it. Well, it says here you're, you're from dead. Singapore, sir. No, yes, that was sir. a that was a line. I'm I'm yeah, from Boston. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm Singapore, sure. Ohio. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that most I mean, again the Kevin Nashes and Jim Cornettes and you know Steve Austins are probably uh, and uh, not the there. Not, no, no, no. Those dudes are all like they're not the uh, the yeah. Glenn they're Jacobses the, and yeah, the, they're uh, anomalies. Yeah, we need to talk more about um, Lita. We don't. <laughs> like, I mean, because she was on when we were not watching. Um, but mm, she was at a con I was at a few years ago, and I was like, 40 bucks? For yeah. <laughs> <Well>, what? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like, well, you know. Uh, yeah, so Lita's uh, an absolute smoke show. I follow she's, her on Instagram now. She's she the best Hardy boy too. left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
because neither of them bitches worth no, anything. Nothing right now. They, they, you look like a broke ass fucking Hardy boy. <laughs> you, look a, you look like a broke ass Hardy uh, boy. Oh my god, awful. But y'all, oh so yeah. To conclude that part or to that freaking pay per view, eh, literal thumbs in the middle. A great mid card main event, which is stuck in the middle there. And, uh, you know, but the beginning of it with a couple of job matches, really a bunch of job matches, you know, Luger and, and Michael Hayes was good. Obviously, Flair and Steamboat was pretty good. And the Road Warriors match in the varsity club, varsity team was good. But the rest of it, pretty Best shit. Frank wrestling angle ever. Yes, exactly. I know. And again, Funk and Flair are going to give us some decent matches here. And that's fine. And you know, and, and at the time, I, I mean, everybody knew, at least I knew at that time, I was like, wait, they're not putting the belt on Terry Funk. Like, that's not happening, mm-hmm. you know, because he obviously was part time with his Hollywood stuff too. But it could just, you know, you knew, but you were going to get like some freaking crazy matches or whatever. And then again, that man wrestled into his sixties and was pile driving people and having chairs and thumbtack matches and all that bullshit. It's, it's not a wonder that he's struggling or whatever medically while he's at his eighties. So yeah. No, but what do you think overall as a pay-per-view hot You know, I know you bits and pieces of this one. Yeah, um, as a as a whole, yeah, it's about a out of one out of ten. I give it a yeah, about a six or seven. Sorry, that has to be for the flare match pulling it up. I don't know if I can go that high. I'm probably at a at a <sighs> five. At a five. How about you, brother? Baby? Well, so what just hit me is like if we put these in perspective of the four that we've watched, mm. WrestleMania was mm. absolute trash. The worst. Yes, the um, worst. and the preceding WCW pay per view, I think this was better than that. Yeah, was right. this better than the Royal Rumble? Mm. But the Royal Rumble in itself takes up the majority of the freaking pay per view. It's not like you half the Royal the Royal Rumble up until Hogan ruined it was more compelling <laughs> than. So this might be the best pay per view we've watched of the four. I think he's right. Okay, and I I think it would go this Royal Rumble, the other WCW, and then the WrestleMania. So okay. w- score one to ten. Um, eh, you're lucky to get a five, Damn. but it's probably the best of the four that we've watched so far. Damn, wow. and the rest of them were right, straight up stealing money. Well, but I'm not. Well, you know, you got to do something good to get off the dead center. Like, don't, don't just. I, I, you don't get a ten and go down. You gotta, you gotta convince me you did something worth watching. You're, you're, you're the Russian judge at the Olympics. Hey. No, <laughs> a Russian judge, you find a way to, uh, you get scoring, unless you're Nikita Koloff. Yes. Greatest, wrestler, greatest wrestling referee of all time. Yeah, then you just start beating people up. Like that, that's what you would do, you know, if you're Nikita. But yeah, that's wild. Okay. Yeah. So, um, not great. It does have the payoff. Not even the payoff, but like the, 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 the turning point of the greatest wrestling angle of all time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, probably the, you know, in discussion, one of the two best pay-per-views we've watched this year. Wait, hold for on. 1989, the number. Hold on. That what's that, Missy Hyatt? Yeah, yes. Missy Hyatt. Yeah, when the plastic started to take over. Uh, yeah, again, we're looking through. Yeah, I just can't, can't pull on Trumper. So, 
Uh, yeah, I, I, it was all right. So, what's our next one here for WWEF? Uh, I made a list at one point. Um, yeah, sorry. I'll have that one in front of me. Yeah, thank you. It's their summer it. pay-per-view, so it has to be Survivor Series, right? Is that right? Uh, uh, I got it. It's coming up. Maybe. Here we go. Uh, WrestleMania 5, Russell War. No. Great American Bash actually comes up next. In the oh, calendar. okay. Okay. Yeah, and then SummerSlam is after that. SummerSlam. So Great American Bash, uh, Skyscrapers. Ugh. Oh, there must be a scaffold. Something I don't know. Uh, Brian Pillman, Bill Irwin, mm. skyscrapers again against mm. the dynamic dudes, and mm. Steiner Brothers still with the oh Steiner Brothers, Missy Hyatt, yeah, Sting versus you. the Great Muda. Ooh, as I watch Ooh. along, Lex Luger, Ricky Steamboat, and then we have War Ooh. Games. Who's the participants? With Road Warriors, Midnight Express, and Dr. Death versus Fabulous Freebirds and the Simone SWAT team. Okay, so... And Ric <laughs> oh, Flair versus Terry Funk. Okay, okay. So, no, I'm looking forward to watching this because that's fine. But, so... Okay, Road Warriors, Midnight Express, and Dr. Death. So, Dr. Death turns babyface in, what, a month and a half? Uh, less than two months, yes. Less than two months, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. Luger clearly turns heel. That's probably not a babyface match. It's probably not a babyface match. And Lex Luger is the champion again? Yeah. That's probably not a babyface <laughs> match. So he apparently wins the title back? Yeah. Less than a month. Well, they should have never lost it to begin two with. Months, yeah. yeah, that's terrible. So now that I'm off for summer, I'm, I started doing. I start watching the Saturday night show in between because I have the time because I ain't doing anything else. But um, yeah, hopefully with an air condition. Okay, all right, we're good. Now I'm just getting my ducks in a row here. All right, so that covers what we missed in wrestling for this week. Uh, we'll be back with the Great American Bash. Two WCWs back to back. Now we can tell you as original watchers. The original Great American Bash was literally presented to us as the greatest thing to ever happen on God's green earth. Uh, That was 87 was the first Great American Bash. And then was the next one was the 30 day long one? Yeah, it was either. That's what I was thinking. It was that one. But yeah, like I think it was that one the next year where Flair defended the title for 30 days against a different opponent every single day. Or whatever it was, and you know, he loses it at the end to Dusty. Um, yeah, near the end, he loses it to Dusty, but I mean, he wrestled everybody, you know, and it was like, oh, you know, everybody was coming out getting their promos. Hawk would come out and talk about it. Like, I remember all of that. Yeah, all mm-hmm. yeah, everybody got something, yeah, yeah, everybody got a shot, you know, and again, fucking flares, just a freaking monster at that point, you know, it was just, just a machine, so just turning them out. Okay, but yeah, we'll be back after that here soon. Uh, remember you can find this podcast on called iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. If you do, uh, hey Alexa and ask for Brothers Comics, it won't come up because <laughs> it, it won't. It no, it won't because it doesn't understand brothers. It only understands oh. brothers and it keeps bringing up all these brothers what? people's podcasts. So it's just kind racist. of racist. I didn't know Alexa yeah. was racist. Yeah, that's what I, I said. Are there any black yeah. Alexas? 
Yeah. La <laughs> yeah. Alexa. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So just, uh, just look up Brothers Comics and you can find all of our stuff on various platforms and whatnot. All right. So, 500 the- issues strong. Right? Thank yeah, you. exactly. So, as the producer of this podcast, I'm signing off. Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. Deal. Uh, sign off. Go watch freaking Doctor Strange, man. What the hell? If you uh, listen to the Brothers Comics recap or yes. review of Doctor Strange, at least. Yes, exactly. Uh, of course not. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to listen to something about to watch. Come on. Come on. Uh, but yes, good night to all you happy people. We'll see everybody in a couple of weeks. Peace. Peace. See you.